It's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. It's the Sunday stew. Leave your woes behind. It's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. Come on down, we'll leave you satisfied. Hi everybody and welcome to the Sunday Stew. It's me, Patrick. And I'm Bernard. And we hope that you guys have all had a pleasant week. Um, it's been really nice weather this week, I have to say. But, you know, here in St. Louis, it's it's been all seasons. We've had summer, we've had spring, and we've had fall this week. Well, that's the joke, you know. The, the joke in St. Louis for you all who don't know is that if uh, if you don't... The joke is, if you don't like the weather in St. Louis, just wait. Yeah, give it five minutes, it will change. <laughs> because you can wake up one, one morning and it'd be 30 degrees outside, heavy coats, hats, scarves, by midday, light jacket, and by the afternoon you it's need... snow. Well, snow, or <laughs> you need flip-flops and a t-shirt and shorts on, because it's hot. Or it's torrential downpour, and gloomy, and wet, and nasty, and sticky. It, it's crazy here. It is. But hopefully you are enjoying uh, the beautiful fall weather wherever you may be listening from. You have been enjoying this weather because you have been taking some walks. Yeah, I haven't been walking. I've been hiking. Oh, what is the difference? A stick? No, I don't use a stick. A walk mainly is a flat surface, you know, not too much. But hiking, you know, you're climbing, you know, hills and Going over rocks and tree branches. You in can the do that in the, the woods. I've walked over plenty of rocks and branches in the <laughs> yeah. park. So but still, it's a paved... I think I'm hiking. It's a paved surface, you know? <laughs> you get more of a workout when you're hiking. So I've been on a new hiking kick. I'm trying to go every week to a different park and different trails now that it's hot. State Our, parks, now that not it's, just, you know... Yeah, state parks, yeah, city yeah. parks, not all just, of those you know, random parks, random not parks. playground parks or whatever. So um, I've been to a few that I've never been to. And it, this past Tuesday, I went to the Lewis and Clark Trail and the Katy Trail. and The Katy Perry Trail? No. Oh. No, sorry. The, no. Um, but anyway, so I got in over 15 miles on Tuesday and, um, I was exhausted after that. So, well, first but, you, you went down the wrong trail. Well, yeah, the, the map, the map sent me to park in the wrong spot. So I'm walking down this path and, you know, it's all flat and it's beautiful. And to come to find out I was on the Katie trail, which is just like a bike path, you know, and a walking path. So I had to re-Google and find out where I'm supposed to be, and it was like a mile up the road. So I had to re-park, and then I found the trail. And I'm glad I did, because it was it was a quite challenging, more than just a flat surface. So. Now see, this goes back to our previous discussion of horror movies. This sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. I was supposed to go down this trail, but I went down this trail. Oops, I meet a, can a family of cannibal psychos, and I'm... You know, luckily you did not meet that family. No, but there were some people on the trail. And, and you know, the trail was pretty narrow at points. And I was stuck behind this group of slow folks. 
finally there was an opportunity for me to get around them. So, but you never know what could happen. Don't jinx me. Well, no, I'm just saying it's it's my worst nightmare. Like, oh, your husband is lost in the in a state park, yeah. and then I have to like pack a bit and go out to the park and search for you and rescue you. I mean, I don't have time. Bernard would see a snake and run though. No, it, when when I when I am in like rescue mode, I'm I'm good. But no, I don't want to see any snakes, which I, you know, I probably won't be joining you in these. But it's nice. I haven't seen any yet. But last week when I went to Lone Owl Park, I did run across some deer and some elk, and I saw some bison. Nice. That's nice. So. Anyway, so what is burning this week? What's on the, the hot stove? What's been going on in the world? What is on the hot stove? Well, I completely forgot what we were going to start with. <laughs> well, you know, um, there was supposed to be a presidential debate this oh, week. Oh, yes, this. Um, and due to the fact that the the orange clown got COVID and miraculously he thinks he's all cured and not contagious or whatever um which didn't want to do a virtual um debate debate. and then so so it was canceled and then biden had already set up a town hall on his own and then trump and nbc goes no wait we're gonna do one too and they decide to air two different town halls one with the orange clown and one with Biden, two different networks same at night. the same same night, same time. So I mean, you could have recorded one and watched one, but so either people wanted to see the train wreck of Trump or what Biden really has to offer and and say. So I didn't watch either one of them. Did you? I know you didn't. No, we didn't watch them because at this point. I would only watch the Trump one just to see how much lower he can go. But I heard, you know, I was reading some news article that Savannah Guthrie really quizzed him and made him answer some questions. And what was, I only saw a clip on YouTube. There's some organization, Q and on, something. I, you know, I don't know. It's an extreme right wing conspiracy group or something. Yes. And then they believe that Democrats are pedophiles. Pedophiles. And there's, there's a ring of pedophiles and they all worship Satan. And Savannah asked, uh, uh, the president point blank, you know, will you renounce them? Because they, you know, they they believe that he is their savior. So they're big fans of him. And she's like, will you renounce them? And he goes, um, what did he say? He he basically said yes, but there were some things that he agreed with them on. Or he doesn't know much about them. He said, I yeah, bet. he says he doesn't know much about them. But, but yet he, he retweets he, their stuff. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you do. You do know about them because you just told me you know you know about them. You know what then, they're about. And then his response, well, well, I just retreated it because people have to come up with their own conclusion. You know, it's like, why why do you start that stuff? But anyway, I don't know. It's just retarded. Well, I didn't I didn't watch either one. I didn't watch the Biden one. I didn't I would not have watched the Trump one. 
Um, cause I really don't, at this point, I really don't need to watch anything. I know who I'm going to vote for. There is another debate next week, next Thursday to be exact. And I'm sorry, did I miss it? Have we confirmed that he no longer has COVID? Have they said he no longer has COVID? Cause I don't remember getting that message. They really haven't, an- to my knowledge, they really haven't answered it. But according to Trump's doctor, whoever, whatever quack that hey, is, actor. says that he can, you know, be out and about doing these public engagements, which... No, you, you, you know, can't. Like, really, no. You're not... He's not masked up. I mean, I don't understand. Well... I don't know. We could go on and on, but he's just not worth... I just can't wait till November 3rd, and this is over, and... And hopefully it goes in our favor. Exactly. And, but then, you know, there's going to be... If he loses, and when he loses, I should say, he's not going to go down easy. I can almost guarantee you that, probably. And I don't know what He'll that cry means. something... Well, he'll cry everything from voter fraud to recount the votes. But he'll he'll do something. He'll do something. But it just it kind of scares me to think what he what he what people think he may do. Like, is he gonna barricade himself in the White House? I don't think so. I I would I would hope. Well, the public owns the keys to that house. It's the people's house. It's not his, right? It's not his. But again. You know, I love my country as a whole, but I just, I don't trust it. I, I really don't. I don't. We don't make the best decisions. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we could go on and on, but enough about that. Anything else really cooking this week? It's been kind of a quiet week. It has. Um, mm-hmm. I have been reading. Really? I know so, it's a shock for y'all. I know. So are we just moving into our pop stock of the week? Um, I mean, I... Yes, and it's not really pop culture. It's more lit- literature. Literature. You know, I mean, come on, it's reading. Um, so, yeah, I have been reading, and my book that I recommend is uh, the Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey memoir entitled The Meaning of Mariah Carey. What is the meaning of Mariah Carey? Well, there's a lot. You know, everyone knows Mariah Carey as, you know, a diva, superstar diva, uh, have sold millions and millions of albums all around the world. Um, they know her for sort of exuding the exuding the attitude of what it means to be a diva. Um, but Mariah Carey is very deep, and if you read her book, you will find out that um, what is behind a lot of that. Um, it's in four. The book is in four stages. It begins with her childhood. You're going to paint your nails while we're podcasting. Mm-hmm. Okay. It begins with her childhood. Uh, it goes into when she gets her record deal and her marriage to Tommy Mottola. It covers the whole glitter era. And then it also covers her um, relationships with, you know, Nick Cannon, Tommy Mottola, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Um, but I highly recommend it. Have you finished the book? I have not finished it. I'm in the middle of it. I'm on section three. It's it's titled Glitter. So I'm getting into, Glitter. not chapter three, section three. Mm. And uh, it's um, it, it's going to be talking about the whole glitter. Well, glitter explain the glitter phase. Well, for, for those, those of you that all, don't know. for those of you who don't know, there was a time um, 
in Mariah Carey's career where um, she starred in a movie called Glitter. And it was semi-autobiographical about a, a, uh, a young singer, a biracial singer, who um, gets a record deal and becomes very successful, but um, her love life was uh, kind of in, in shambles. She was an, an adoptive kid. Her mother gave her up for adoption. So she grew up in uh, the foster care system. Um, got a record deal, became famous, and it's 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 a lot. Uh, if you have an opportunity, watch Glitter. It's not the best movie in the entire world, but it the I think the soundtrack is really good, and all those songs were written and produced by Mariah Carey. Well, see, I think that's where Mariah Carey gets a bad rap. A lot of people just know Mariah Carey for the Christmas song and the high pitched singing that she does, but a lot of people don't realize that you know. There's more to her than her high heels and her her yeah. outfits. You know, she does write a lot every, of her own songs. Every word that Mariah has sung, I think with the exception of uh, the Prince of Egypt soundtrack, the duet she did with um, uh, Whitney, the late, great Whitney Houston, When You Believe, uh, she has either written or co-written every word that she's ever sung. And she, I think last year, she was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Hmm. So, but she makes she could retire for the rest of her life just on all I want for Christmas. She could. She's the queen of Christmas. Um, she's done what uh, what a lot of people wish they could do was create a Christmas classic. So soon, sooner, soon enough, we will be hearing all I want for Christmas mm -hmm. and people and that that album will that all that Merry Christmas album that she put out back in the day is going to skyrocket back up to the number one spot like it always does. Yeah. But well, I you know, I haven't heard it yet because it's not even Halloween yet, but on Dolly Parton's new Christmas CD, she does a cover of All I Want for Christmas with you know, Jimmy I, Fallon. Oh, you know, I love uh Dolly Parton and I like Jimmy Fallon, but I'm not interested in hearing that. So I'll leave that all to you. But Mariah Carey just like Dolly every time, you know, that um, I will always love you, even though it's Whitney's version. She's counting that money. I totally and get it. I'm sure Mariah's like, thank you, Dolly. More I money for me. Totally get it. Uh, not that she needs it, because, again, that song will be played everywhere during the holidays. So if Dolly wants to do a cover of it, more power to her. But anyway. Now, um, wouldn't it be cool, though, like if. Mariah makes another one, and then Mariah sings Hard Candy Christmas. <gasps> that would be nice. That would be cool. That would be nice. That would be. Um, but anyway, so, Mariah, but... if you're listening, and Dolly, you guys, you know, can just swap songs. Even though Hard Candy Christmas, it's just titled that, it's not really a Christmas song, but everybody kind of thinks it is. It just has Christmas in the title, I think. I know. But anyway, um... Going back to the book, uh, during that era, the the movie, I think the soundtrack was released, and unfortunately, it was released on September eleventh, two thousand one. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. And you knew, you know, nobody was really thinking about the glitter soundtrack during mm -hmm. that on that day and time because that was the that was the day of nine eleven. So the album tanked, the movie tanked, uh, and Mariah had a bit of a breakdown because she was working herself crazy. She had just gotten divorced from Tommy Mottola. This was the first project that she was doing 
on her own um, post-divorce and she was working herself crazy to, to be successful and uh, it just caught up with her. So if you want a good read this, this fall, I recommend the Mariah Carey book. All right. So there you have it. Book recommendation by Bernard. Yes. So, and speaking of Mariah Carey, Bernard, um, I don't know, got this idea in his head that, you know, Mariah Carey was part of the first VH1 Divas Live. Yes. So, Bernard thinks that they should bring that concert series back. I so, do. You know, and I would agree. So, we were talking about if they were to do that, who should be on the show? And it normally, like, the first two years was just focused on five female artists mm -hmm. um, that have that diva status. After, like, the fourth one that they tried to do, it kind of went to crap, and it was just, they were just calling anybody a diva. Yeah. So we were discussing... Who would do it, and what really considers somebody a diva? So go ahead. But, what do you think? Well, I think it's somebody that's very successful, um, that is very well known, and that has been in the business and has had success at least ten years into the business, and still very successful. You know, so. Just because, you know, who, you know, you couldn't call Dua Lupa a diva, you know, because she's too young. You can't really, in my opinion, call Miley Cyrus a diva or Taylor Swift or, you know, I, I don't know. And then you just, you have to have this superstar persona. Like, you really stand out. Like, there are... There are wonderful singers out there, pop stars, but to me, a diva also, as soon as you hear that voice, you know exactly who it is. Yes. You know, you know who Mariah's voice is, you know Cher, you know Whitney Houston, you know Celine Dion, you know Tina Turner's voice. Yes. As soon as you hear it, a lot of these newer artists, it's like, who is this? They sound just like the other one. True. Um, I have to... My definition of a diva is, is similar to your definition. Um, I actually think maybe they need to be in the business a little bit longer. Um, and, and there has to be, there has to be some, some, some really huge defining moments of their career to give them the diva status. Um, of if I were casting the show, of course Mariah would be on stage. She's still active. She's still making music. Of course she would. Uh, Celine would be there. Um, I would. I would also throw in Janet. You know, because you need a dance diva. Yeah. Uh, Cher would be there. I. I would have to disagree about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has had a lot of success. She has a lot of success. Um, in two different genres of music. And looking at that plan to switch from country to pop, a lot of people expected her to fall flat on her face. Mm -hmm. 
but she succeeded more in pop than she ever did in country. Now, not to say that she didn't snatch trophies in country realm, but when she switched to pop, that's when her she really took off. And now everybody around the world, the world wait for her to drop music and they snatch it up. Mm. Uh, she's won multiple Grammys, including best uh, album of the year twice. And I don't think a female has ever won album of the year twice. Mm. But I, I don't know. There's just... I'm not saying that she's not successful and not well-known. I just don't know, like, if I would call her a diva. I, I don't know. It's just... I think... Maybe in another couple of years, like, she has been in the business for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, a long time. She's been in there... I don't know. Since she was what? 15, 13, 15? I don't know. I want to say since she was 15. Swift history. She's not like 30? I don't don't know. know. All right, so let's just say you you can only have five artists for the next Divas Live. Mm -hmm. Um, So if VH1 is listening, all right, so who would you put on the show? You can only have five. Um, Well, because... I want to hear some really good singing, not singing, singing. And if you grew up in the church like me, you knew, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I want to hear Mariah. I want to hear Patty. I want Gladys Knight up in Patty Lapone. I love me some Patty Lapone. Don't cry for me, Argentina. That's all the Patty Lapone I know. But no, I'm talking about Miss Patty. Patty, Patty. Patty Pies. Patty LaBelle. Okay, that's the only Patty that I know. That's not true. Um, so yeah, Patty, Mariah, who else did I say? Did I say Gladys? I think so. Gladys. Um, that's three? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, who else? You know what? Let's get some Mary J. Blige up in there. Come on, Mary. Come through. And that's four. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Janet in there. Okay. Because again, you know, well, Janet vocally, is a diva. Vocally, yes, Janet is very much the diva. Mm-hmm. Not um, vocally, not as strong as the four ladies that I mentioned. But Janet is going to bring the house down. Mm-hmm. So, she would. So that's my five. Yeah. So I, if I were to pick five, I, I would throw Janet in there because she hasn't done the show. No, um, You know, she has that stage presence, you know. Um, so I'm also, I would say Janet. And I'm going to go with some people that maybe haven't done the show you know, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say Janet, and I'm gonna say Adele. Okay, okay? because Adele can sing, um, and she's kind of got that. Um, so I, you know, I think it needs a little mix in there too. So we do need some some country in there too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we need a country artist, and you know. There's several female country artists out there, but I'm going to throw in some Reba, okay? Um, so I've got Janet, 
Adele, Reba. Reba yes. Okay. You said Janet like five times back now. Okay. I'm sorry. Not, I'm not I'm complaining. I'm just I'm like, like well, I'm just making sure. I'm gonna throw in some Kelly Clarkson too. Okay, because Kelly Clarkson has been very successful. She's been in the business for a long time now. First winner of American Idol, Emmy Award winning show host. Um, she's just yeah, all over. I guess and she can sing. At, she can sing. And I guess she is at that 20 year mark because wasn't American Idol, wasn't that 2000, 2001? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so she's so, at that 20 year mark. Yeah. Um, and then my fifth one. I'm going to throw in, since she really hasn't done it, hasn't headlined it, really, I'm going to throw in Cindy Lauper. Okay. You know, I think that's a really good mix. Okay. I could see that. I would watch that. Because, yeah. again, I just want some good, I want some good singing and some good performances. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and yeah, it's, it's good to, to spice it up and to mix it up. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, it probably will never happen. Probably won't. So, um, but if you have ideas on who you would cast in Divas Live, um, let us know on our Facebook page. Yes. And again, I don't want this concert to be like this huge thing held in this huge arena. I want it in a, it was the a first theater. Divas concert. It was, yeah, it was the first concert back in the day was in a theater in New York, a small theater in New York with five legendary performers on stage and that's what made it cool mm -hmm. but as it progressed they tried to turn they started doing tribute shows there was one to Aretha Franklin there was one to Diana Ross there was they took the show to Vegas and it was like okay enough mm -hmm. it's too big it's too much you don't need all that so yeah but yeah if you have any suggestions please let us know um, on our Instagram page because you guys just light up our Instagram so much. You leave so many comments and everything. I know. It's That's so a lot. crazy. Um, so anyway, so we started it last week. Um, we It is October, so it is scary movie month. Oh, is that a ghost? <laughs> so we want to, we, we watched a scary movie this week. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to give our review and Bernard, what movie did we watch? We watched Grave Encounters. It is currently streaming on Amazon. And it is about uh, this crew of paranormal investigators. They, they're, they're filming a paranormal investigative show. Reality show. Reality show. Yeah. And they decide to spend the night in a, haunt, in a supposedly haunted asylum. And the hilarity, hilarity ensues from there. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, here's the thing. It's very it's done in the style of the Blair Witch Project. Found footage, yeah. And paranormal activity kind of stuff. It's mm -hmm. found footage of the crew that was in this asylum. The it took a while to get into anything really scary. Right. It was like, okay, where's it at? You know, you're expecting something to jump out and it it was just really kind of slow at first. And I thought there was a lot of missed opportunities mm -hmm. to do some scares. Because there was. You know, the way, the way they had it set up and the camera style, there was way too many missed opportunities. Yeah. So it really took about a half hour 
maybe 45 minutes to really get into some stuff. Yeah. And, but once it did, there was some spooky, there was some some spooky parts. Yeah. I jumped once. Yeah. Yeah. I jumped and let out a yelp. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Um, So I think the premise of the movie was good. I found the characters or the actors kind of annoying. I didn't really care for them at all. Because if you're making, you know, again, this is just a movie about this TV crew doing a reality show, hunting down paranormal activity. So, but they're scared of it. It's like, you're wanting this action, and but yet, it's the first thing that happened, they're all like freaking out and want to get the hell out of there. Because they're locked into this asylum. Yeah. You know, and I found that just kind of annoying. And I just didn't like any of the characters, really. I liked the cameraman. The cameraman was was a black guy, the only black guy in the in the movie. And But there was only like five people in the movie. I know, but I'm saying I liked him because when the, when the stuff was happening, when the shit was starting to, to hit the fan, he was like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Y'all can stay here if you want. I'm getting out of here. Now, of course, the, the spirits wouldn't let him leave, but I, you know, that would be me. Well, first of all, I wouldn't even go. So, we'll, we'll just make that clear. I wouldn't even... Bernard, do you want to go help us film in an abandoned asylum? Because we want to see if there's paranormal activity. No, I'm washing my hair that night. But you don't have any hair. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would so do it. I would so... Stay the night in an it. Why would you stay the night? Because it would be fun. Why not? I would. I would. Ex- well, no. I, no. No. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be fun. You know, you're either a believer in that or you're not. And I'm like in the middle. So. Well. And again, it's a movie. It's not real. It's life. a movie, but you know, our house. The, the stories that we've heard about our house, you would expect something to happen in our house. Yeah. Supposedly, we have ghosts in our house. N- well, no. Supposedly, two people ended their lives in our house years, 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 years ago. And, I mean, there have been a, not, a, not like full-on instances, but, you know, when we had our dog, Molly, she, she never barked. Never, ever barked. And one night, she was sleeping on our bed, and she was just staring out into the hallway. This is Molly was before our son. Mm-hmm. We did not have our son at this time. She was just staring out into the hallway. Or she would also be at the bottom of the stairs and just stare up the stairs for no reason. Yeah. So... And you had a friend that has supposedly medium Yeah, I had a abilities. friend ESP or whatever... And he, he came to visit and he walked in and he's, he, before anything, he said, what did he say? Did somebody he's, die in this house? Yeah, he felt the spirits or yeah. something. And he proceeded to tell us this, this stuff about the spirits that are in this house. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't care. Nothing that, harmful. Nothing harmful. Um, now, I don't care that the spirits are in this house. You want to be in this house, that's fine. I don't want to know that you're in this house. Don't be moving stuff. Don't be uh, 
popping up and in the middle of the night, me opening my eyes and seeing some shadowy figure at the foot of my bed. I don't want none of that. Because you're going to get stabbed. Bernard sleeps no, with Don't be knife. telling folks my secret. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever walk in. You will get stabbed. I protect myself. We'll just say that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't want to go into the spirit world. I don't want to contact you. And you don't have to contact me. We'll just, we'll be estranged. Okay? We'll say that. All right. All right. Well, there you go. So, I would give the movie like a C minus. I would give it, I would give it like a C plus. A C plus. I, it, I think it's a good, like if you're looking for a good movie to watch during this season, during the Halloween season, go ahead and watch it. We're going to watch the sequel this weekend. Yeah. We, <laughs> there's a part two that we're going to watch. Why not? Why so, not? Why not? All right, so we're just going to roll into our last segment here of our five spices. So I have five questions. Bernard has not seen my questions yet. Yeah. And so he's going to answer them, and I will too. Okay? Number one, and these are kind of fall Halloween kind of themed again. Again. What would scare you the most, finding a snake in your bed or a ghost in your room? A snake. A snake? Yeah. Because okay. I'm definitely afraid of snakes, uh, like to the point where I can't, like, yeah, I, I don't. If it comes on a TV, snake. he turns it. Yeah, I just, I don't, I know, not, I'm not that person. Okay, I would say a snake too because you probably, it would snap up and bite you. Or maybe not, but the fact that it's just there, because because mm -hmm. in order to remove it, you have to touch it, and I ain't touching it. That's when you would get called. Okay. <laughs> and I would come take care of it. All right, question number two. You have to sleep in, okay, either a graveyard or an old abandoned haunted house. You know the, ho the house is haunted. Mm -hmm. It's I've, an old abandoned haunted house. But it's haunted. Yes. Like, like play haunted houses, like people go through? It's or haunted. Okay, um, I would do the graveyard. The graveyard mm -hmm. where all the dead people are. Set you, they're all dead. What are they going to do? Set yourself up at a nice mausoleum, you know? He's going to sleep with the dead, y'all. I think it would be fun to be in a haunted house. What the fuck is with you? I don't know. Why do fun. you see? Again, you are the nosy white girl in horror movies. You, you are the person who gets killed because you can't mind your own damn business. What, what do you need to know? It's haunted. What do you well, mean? Well, a graveyard could be haunted too. No. Yeah. I mean it could, but you're saying you're saying you know Like Light at Night of the Living Dead, they come from the grave. If if I got a news report saying the dead are rising, I wouldn't go, oh shit, I better set up camp at the graveyard, because that's where I'll feel safe. You are choosing to sleep in a in a house that you know is haunted. Why would you do that? It just doesn't make any damn Memories. sense to me. Okay, number three, favorite Halloween candy. Um, I like well the little fun size Snickers and fun size, um, yeah, fun size Snickers and the Reese's peanut butter cups. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love a good Snickers too. Mm -hmm. Okay, well that was easy. Um, again, these are fall themed. So, would you have a slice of apple pie or pumpkin pie? Apple. 
I am not a fan of pumpkin pie. I will eat it if I, ha you know, if I, it, I'll eat it, um, but I would prefer the apple. Okay. See, I like both, but it would depend on my mood. I like my pumpkin pie cold with whipped cream on it. Mm -hmm. My apple pie has to be hot. And it has to have a scoop of vanilla ice cream on it. I like pie cold, period. I'm not See, one of these people like that, that likes oh. hot pie. I, it does not appeal to me. I like a good hot, a good uh, cool pie with a slice of ice cream or something on it. But no. Mm. If it's hot, it melts the ice cream. And what's the point? You just get melted ice cream on top of the pie. It's good. I like it. All right. Last question. Who would you come back and haunt? Who would I come back and haunt? Uh, well, anyone who's ever wronged me. All right. <laughs> uh, I would find, oh, you know who I would haunt? And I don't even know if this man is still alive. Uh, I would haunt my bully in uh, elementary school. I think I was what? Second or third grade. His name was Earl Green, and I would haunt the fuck out of him because he made me give up my toys. I made the mistake of telling him I had like a, I got this this ninja doll because I was really into ninjas when I was a kid. And my mom and I went to Walgreens and I saw this ninja doll. It had a white ninja outfit and I loved that doll. And I made the mistake of going to school the next day and being like, oh yeah, yo, I just got this new toy. And he was like, oh, you should bring it to school. And I knew what that meant. And I hid, I put the doll in my lunchbox and I took it to school and he took my ninja doll. But he was just an asshole. It's not like a, hair was never combed, snot-nosed, uh, little asshole. And he was just a bully. And he had the entire class afraid of him. And I look back now and I'm like, why Why didn't we all just jump him and kick his butt? But yeah, I would find out who, where he lived and I would haunt him. Man, I don't really know who I would haunt. You know, nobody sticks at the top of my head. So I don't know. Well, why I you just ask the question? If you because I wanted to see who you would haunt. I'm going to come back and haunt Bernard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> and come back. And, uh, yep, that's what I'm going to do. I don't want you to get inside of me. I don't want you to possess me. I'm not possessing you. <laughs> You're not Whoopi Goldberg. I don't want you controlling me any more than you already did. I don't. To. <laughs> did Patrick Swayze control Demi Moore? No. He didn't possess her like he did Whoopi Goldberg. I know, but still, I said I would find my Whoopi Goldberg and come back and haunt you. All right. Well, anyway, well, that's it for the stew this week. We hope that you are full and satisfied. We just hope you had a good time. We yes. know this wasn't like the most intelligent conversation. No. But it was fun to us, and we hope you had fun, too. Yes. All right, guys. Until next week. Bye. Vote. Wear a mask. Let's go. Bye. Yeah, it's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. It's the Sunday stew. I said, leave your walls behind. It's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. Come on down, we'll leave you satisfied. It's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. It's the Sunday stew. 
Leave your woes behind It's the Sunday School Come on and get happy Come on down, we'll leave you satisfied It's the Sunday Stew Come on, get happy, it's the Sunday Hey, the music's stopping Why I'm getting my gospel on Cause it's the Sunday Stew